0: I'm your host Jason Wilson, and this is part three of our psychic abilities series on darkness to light. Okay, thanks, Tommy. Um, one of the things I wanted to touch on too today are there any psychic abilities that you wish you had, Sean? Mm.
1: No, I. I'm good with. I'm very grateful sitting in the position where I'm at now. I don't. Uh, I don't think that. I said in that place of gratitude what, is, what has come up, already come towards me. So I maybe pose that to the other folks.
0: Okay, what do you think, Stacey?
2: I would agree. I'm I'm grateful for everything that I do. And I I do a lot. I can't imagine adding another thing onto the plate. Um, if it comes, then that's wonderful too. Um, I am, I, you know, every day I learn things that... Um, I don't believe for one second that I've got everything nailed down. I know exactly how it works. And I think that, you know, that's a dangerous way to even think in, in my the way I believe anyway. Um, so um, I'm just grateful for what I do. And and if I can do it for a good long time, then I'm happy with that, too. And so, yeah, I'm good. Okay, Exie.
3: I agree. I mean, I, I, I'm very happy where I am. Do I want to learn more? Do I want to know more? Yes. I would love to grow my abilities and I know that I will. I know they're, they're out there. Um, What they're, I don't know. Um, They'll bring them to me when it's my time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also won't grow if I don't push. So I do. I'm a Virgo. So I do. Mm-hmm. Hello, no, it happens. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean I I I worked a long, long time to get to this point. It's what I have always wanted to be able to do and to to help, to guide, to cleanse, to protect, and you know, help offer bring people down off a wall, bring you know lift them up off the floor um help them through a door that is my life and i i wouldn't want anything else i mean it's just my gift to them it's my abilities that were given to me because i am to help other people and i'm cool with that i mean i that's okay You know, if I hang up with you guys and five minutes later I'm working on a case with somebody, so be it. I'll do that until midnight. And as long as I can help them go to bed and sleep or help them get the hell out of a house or wherever they are because they're not going to get sleep, um, that's what I'll do. And that's okay. Hmm.
0: Okay, for somebody starting out uh, in this field, what advice would you give them? Um, I'm sure that, you know, there's a lot of people that want to do this, but they receive so much negative feedback from either their friends or family and have uh, fear of pursuing it. Uh, But what advice would you give them, Chuck? (coughs)
1: I'm sorry, I'm still fighting this cold. Um, Advice, I'd say... I definitely think that you should, before you jump in, that you do routinely practice, but at the same time, trust in what comes through, trust in yourself, have faith in in your own self. Um, you have to have um, a strong, strong faith within what's coming through. Just, you know, I don't think that you should just jump in this willy-nilly. At least for me, it, it wasn't like that. I I took several years to to trust in what was coming through before I started to do this as a service. And as as you know, for longest time I did this for free because I wanted to make sure that what I was providing is, is, is a true service mm-hmm. that is truly helping people. I went into, from a paranormal investigator aspect and used and generally did it for years for free, um, trying to help people within that realm before I jumped into the other piece. But I definitely think that Trust in what comes through. But at the same time, don't just jump right into this field unless you really truly are ready for um, Any of the negative uh, feedback, just have a strong foundation. I think the combination of my military background where I have a strong foundation of Of wanting to protect people and wanting to do things in the right way, kind of help me stay balanced and because it can it can throw you when when you have a tough a, a tough situation, a tough case, or any of those things been thrown at you, so you have to at the same time you need somebody to lean on to kind of go okay, I had this situation you know this is in a place of of love. I'm only sharing with you because this was a tough situation within myself um, and you need somebody that's gonna be there for you to go you're, you're okay. You did the right thing. Everything's okay. You have to trust in yourself, but at the same time, you you got it. You have to, you're going to have a few of those tough ones that you're going, okay, I'm second guessing this. And I, I, I had a tough one, but I know a hundred percent what was coming through is the right thing. I'm talking about a lot of times I'll have tougher cases where you have, you know, you have a home that's, you know, being, um, infested, uh, um, <coughs> Some some tough things that I had to deal with that uh, I've had to relay that um, it's hard to decide, you know, like how do I relay something from somebody that the person sitting in front of me doesn't want to talk to, you know, and knowing that it should be relayed, but at the same time because it needs to be released so that that person will transition. Um, it's, it's a tough situation going into this field, but the main thing you have to tell somebody is to be authentic. And if anybody that comes to me says, okay, what, what kind of, no offense, but there are some psychics out there that use um, I, what I would consider a script, something that's like very generic that wastes a lot of somebody's time. I'm not pointing any fingers to anybody in particular, but don't focus on that. Don't focus on that. Focus on the message that's being relayed. Uh, focus on what's coming through. Don't don't waste the client's time. Be authentic to who you are. Be th- authentic and keep pushing forward to to do things in in a proper manner. What's going to happen is that the word is going to get out that you're authentic, that you are doing the things the right way, and that your your client base is going to grow because they know that you're a trusted source. You are somebody that can be counted upon um, to relay authentic information. So just continue to grow and continue to, you know, there's nobody. I, I too want to continue to grow within uh, my gifts. I'm, you know, nobody's perfect. If they claim to be perfect, then they're lying straight to you. Um, so it's it's one of those things just to keep allowing and keep asking for those gifts to grow and keep allowing those things to, to, to come to you to get clearer and, and better messages consistently for the client. And, you know, just go in there and be authentic, be yourself, be authentic, deliver the messages in a really loving manner because some of these messages are super tough, but mm-hmm. delivering them with grace in a loving manner that's not brutal, that's that's truly in, 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 in grace um, is really critical so that you don't harm them, the harm the client more than they're already damaged. You know, being very, very gentle, loving, and allow them to uh, receive the message in, in a general manner. Hopefully that kind of answers your question. Yeah, that's great advice.
0: Stacy, what, what advice would you give someone?
2: Wow, Sean said it. Boy, it's, um, you know, I think anybody who's going in, if they have any kind of ego, it's time to lose it first. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> because uh, it's, you have to be and this is just my opinion um you have to be called into this if you go into it um acting like a hotshot or whatever it's just not going to be good for anyone um and you're not going to get messages that come in because ego's in the way so um another thing if you know we all have issues if you have issues, make sure you take care of them um, because it will get in the way when you are dealing with um, tough, well, when you're dealing with anything in the spiritual world, let's face it, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but but to be authentic, to be, um, you know, like Sean was saying, we are not perfect. We're human beings, number one. Okay. But your intention, if your intention is pure and you are called to do this and you are open to learn and listen and be guided, um, you know, doing this kind of work is no place for, uh, my personal opinion, my words, my theory at all. I feel like my job is, is to relay a message period. And, um, that way I know I can't screw it up, right? Because the message is always the best way. And and so there's never any judgment. I did a, I I had this, we were throwing tarot cards one night at a little diner that we always go to just for fun. And we were just playing, right? And I had this lady walk up to me and ask me for a reading. And I said, sure, have a seat. And um, come to find out, you know, she was, some she was a drug dealer in in this city and um she was uh ha, she was in a mess all right and I was talking to her and she was so ashamed of her life and I'm like look baby there is no judgment here man there is none I, you asked me to help you and and I want to help you and here's your message and um so I think that um just being open being um just genuine being authentic and letting, um, you know, the spiritual side do its work through you is, is the biggest thing. And, you know, checking the ego. If you have an ego, uh, do whatever you need to do to get rid of it because it's going to be in the way.
0: <laughs> okay. actually, What would you tell someone?
2: Well, I've had, um,
3: I mean, I agree with both these guys with Sean and with stacy i totally absolutely, and I agree with grace and authenticity and the ego. oh my gosh, totally mm-hmm. lose it um, i 've seen a lot of really talented uh ability people, and they just lose it because it 's about them mm-hmm. and it 's not about their clients or their you know the people they 're helping um, i've mentored several people, and I just tell them to start slow and to use their gut. Everybody has an ability, They everybody has intuition. I mean, you just do. You know when you get chicken skin and you get it for a reason, that's an intuition. And it's very simplistic, but it's real. So those are my basics that I start with people. And I tell them to talk to their guys, talk out loud, talk to the people around them that you, right now you can't see or you can't hear. And, but know that they can see and hear you And so there's your starting point, it's the trust. You have to trust that they can see you and hear you and that you have this ability somewhere. So then I tell them to ask questions, ask a question. The first answer that you get, that's generally the truth of the answer. After that, it's usually ego or it's your brain kicking in and it's giving you the answer that you want but you know, you answer this, am I going to get this job tomorrow? And if you get yes, like, or no immediately, that's your answer. Because then after that is usually Mm -hmm. the secondary part, and that's your brain. And that's, you know, so I tell them, stop there. Don't take it any further. And that's how you start. So this is, you know, the things that I work with people on. And some people, they've never trusted it. They've never been able to take it any farther. And I don't think it's their calling. I don't, you know, and I tell them that. Cut yourself some slack, get off your back, relax, that'll help, and um, loosen up. If it then becomes something that you can do, that's wonderful. If it's not, find your abilities, find where your passion is, because maybe this isn't it. I I don't know for you. I'm not going to answer that. You know, I'm not going to lead your life for that. Um, keep trying, certainly keep trying. I mean, I talk to all my spirits and my God and everybody every single day, first thing before my feet hit the floor. So it's a trust. I, I trust that they're there. And, you know, that's that's the biggest trust of everybody in the world, whether you have these abilities or not. If you talk to a higher power, there's there's a lot of trust there, you know, in something you can't see or hear. So I, I take them from there. And we work forward, and I do I tell them you know use your I call it my gut, and it's your you know it's your it was what they called women's intuition forever, and um you know take it take it from there and just go slow and let it develop the you can't rush it you you what well, you can, but it does not help anything makes it worse, and bunches it up, and then nothing happens, you know. So I tell them, I said, it's like eating too much white bread, baby, you're going to constipate yourself. So just <laughs> slow it down because you need it to flow. Everything is about flow. And um, that's what I like about Reiki and about knowing that part of of your body and knowing what's opening and what's flowing and what's clogged and, and being able to help yourself there. Um, that's a self-reading and that's a really cool thing and, and a good way to start too. Um, with people because if you can open up to yourself, then you can open up to spirit.
0: I mean, have you ever run into a difficult client? And if you, and if you did, (laughs) yeah, if you did, how did you handle it?
4: (laughs) The Uh, the word ego is really important because it affects everybody. I mean, I worked with the top psychics in the United States many years ago. uh, I'm talking when I was 20, they were charging $500 for an hour. But I just, want to, I just want to throw this in. Van Prong is actually teaching classes. Uh, he's into the money. I don't care what anybody says. He makes tons of money. He's a millionaire, billionaire, whatever he is right now. But he's still doing these classes and he's teaching classes on that. So if you got money, you can get in touch with him and he'll start teaching you. But uh, for me, uh, I worked as a UFO investigator for many years with a friend of mine. His name was Sergio 18. His ego was really big, probably bigger than anybody else I knew. But I I had to go along with it because he was my friend and we did the work together and we were dealing with UFOs, creatures, entities, all kinds of weird stuff. But it came to a point, he worked with a a being that he called Nishu. And that was like his guide. It was an eight-foot bird being. But then he called his god Dabron. So he talked to Dabron, which was his god, and then Nishu, this alien being, which was his guide. Well, he started getting deathly sick. And I saw it. He goes, oh, no, something's coming in, and it's going to be really good. I said, what? You look like you're dying. Within three weeks, he was pretty much going out. And I said, I have to work on you. And he goes, "Uh," you finally let me. So I sat him in a chair. I started working on him. And he screamed, don't touch me. You're going to die. I said, don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. And then uh, the next day, he told me this being was on his back, on his spine, sucking his energy out, killing him. I got rid of it. The bird being came back to him and said, why didn't you ask me to stay? The communication, like even ego, when you're dealing with your own spirit guides, even takes place sometimes overpowering what these spirits are telling you. And until you learn to listen, which is really important, uh, when you're dealing with those kind of things, uh, especially your guides, because they're there to help you. They're not there to do anything else other than that. So uh, for me, I, I helped him, and it, it was like he, he never gave me any credit, never said another word about it. But I know he was so close to death, and he would have just died because he thought this new being that was in his body was going to make him something different. And sometimes we, when we think we're becoming better in some way, we, we're holding on to it. But uh, it, it's, just, it's, a, it's a way we learn about truth, death, and life, and how we can interfere or not interfere, work with it or not. But it's just, just one other thing, between that, him and another friend of mine, Sean David Mutton, who's in jail right now, both prophesied 9-11 one year before it happened. Indeed, my friend, Sean, he prophesied it in detail, everything that was going to happen. All right. When it happened, he was nowhere to be found. My other friend who I was doing, that I did this healing on, was nowhere. He never went to the trade center or anything. You know, when spirit gives you a message, like you said, you got to give a message out. When angels come and give somebody a message, that message has to get out. And when people hold on to that, it could be a very serious thing for their karma and as them and the rest of the world. But I mean, if you believe in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, if you believe in Noah's Ark, when these angels came and gave them this advice that they had to follow or, or, or not, and they did. But the choice is always us to learn to listen. And I, I know we just said, like, listen to the first thing. I know that's for a fact. For most people, it is the first message that comes. But I have a simple technique that I work with people and I tell you, do this for one week or two weeks and you know which one you have to listen to. Some people, it is this, uh, the second one because their mind just jumps to do it and they don't even care or think. And so it says, no, don't do it. So it, it's learning like you have to learn what, what's, what spirit talks to you when your soul talks to yourself or when your mind's playing, uh, I'm, I'm in control. I know what I'm doing. So it's a complicated thing. But for me, dealing with all these people in the UFO world, it's, it's more mind-boggling because these people are losing their children and things like that, at eight and a half months pregnant. It's not like you say, oh, you're going to be okay, everything's okay. The one I do the show with now, she's still being abducted. She's radioactive. She has serious problems in her body. She's still alive. I think they're keeping her alive for a reason. I, I, I don't want to get into all that. But you know, there's so much outside the box. When, you, when you're working inside the box, you work inside the box. When you're working outside the box, you got to work with a lot more stuff. And I'm not saying in a good or bad way. I never wanted any of the things I got pulled into. I mean, when I was six years old, going to the hospital with my brother and a ship came and almost abducted him, I wasn't ready for that. But I made the ship go back out into space. So at that point, I knew I was protected. And then I, then I started working with the deity. My, I never met my guides until many years later. So there's things we work with and work through. And it's a, it's a serious project. But being a psychic, I truly believe it's a gift, and it's ingrained within spirit, and it just has to be brought out. I mean, not like children are given any kind of spiritual advice or help when they're little anymore, or people, parents don't know much about it, so they don't work with their child at any level with that. I mean, a couple of years ago, everybody was a, a what, a, a crystal child, and everybody said, oh, my child's a crystal child, and it was like, that, that, that was the new age world as well. Sorry. But uh, it changed. I mean, you don't even hear that much anymore. But uh, it's a serious growth for people and you, you do learn something every day uh, and it helps you get closer to where you need to be when you leave this planet because you're not gonna be here for a long time. And hopefully you're prepared and ready to do what you're gonna do when you look over this body because this body is so limited to what it can do. Uh, in Atlantis, which I'm totally aware of, I mean, I'm aware of them in my lifetimes, but in Atlantis, everybody had 32 psychic abilities. And it was incredible. We lived in bliss. It was beautiful until something came down and started ruining ruin it. So, you know, we can move forward. And then it's always the cycle where we go backwards again. And right now, I think we're so far backwards than moving forward. And there's not enough people trying to stay in balance with, with life and, and what's happening. And they want to believe the lies and, and hear all the stories rather than look for the truth. I always say, look for the truth. And if you find it, hold on to it.